Hey man, hey, how's it going? Hey Lucky, how's it how's it going with you? I can't believe we're having this conversation like thousands of miles apart. It's inc- it's incredible. How's uh? Hope you're well. Uh yeah, you too. Um, how's Australia? Um, how's this great so far? Yeah. Oh cool. Sun's yeah. out. Right. Been re- reunited with my dog and my pals. Oh but, yeah. You know, mostly good just to see my dog. Yeah right. Um, yeah so you're having a yeah positive time right? Haven't been killed by any spiders yet, and you know that's a positive. Uh, yeah, true. Yeah, well, um, cool. So yeah, you want to get into the anyway? T- uh, here's my thoughts on the Merowitz stories. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Hello, Locky, Locky, Locky. We got cut off. Locky, Locky, Lachlan, 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 Lachlan. Lucky, 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 Lucky. Oh, fuck it, I'll upload something else. Well, bedtime stories. Everybody's gonna have a presence in the end The children are falling asleep and they wanna hear stories about gumballs and sheep's pooping and stuff And Adam Sandler can't wait till you get your hotel chains. The second time that I've mentioned hotel chains in a song. This <laughs> 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 fucking movie. I just don't know what to do. It's terrible. <laughs> I've run out of all of everything. I've run out of how to do this. I thought it was fine. It's not the worst song you've done. Is it not? The worst song in the world. Slash the best song <laughs> is the Longest Yard one. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Footprints in the Sandler. This is the podcast where we rank and review every Adam Sandler film. My name's Lockie. My name is Michael. And uh, today I we watched the Disney film. Enjoy this movie. You didn't enjoy it? No. I thought it was fine. You loved it. No, I didn't love it, but I mean like For the my expectations are so low. Yeah. After watching just countless Adam Sandler films, it's just like Yeah, this one was okay, I guess. I know. <laughs> I was thinking about that today, like the what's the endeavor of this <laughs> I don't, of this? I mean you know, like if anything, in my opinion, in any if anything, when I watch genuinely good films after this i'm just like oh this is so amazing and then you know i look at them with like a critical eye that i do for this you know where i'm taking notes and i'm like oh that bit could have gone this way or whatever yeah yeah and then i'm like i'm like this film is so good you know like i watched terminator one a couple of weeks ago and i was just like fuck me this is a good film yeah yeah totally yeah you watch terminator one or like i don't know yeah, fucking heat heat or the matrix or something you're just like it's a honestly it's the best movie that's ever been <laughs> yeah. made see when it comes to like the midway middle of act two they decide the conflict is just they, yeah, yeah they decide not to not have any story happening in this movie the story is happening <laughs> that's your like that's your their your arbiter for success 
I mean, if, if we get anything out of this, that is the least thing imagine, I want. Imagine how good Star Wars 9 is going to be when it comes out the end of, uh, in... Uh, when's it out? This year. Next month. <laughs> yeah, it comes out next month. And people are already... Being, it's a, You know, it's coming. There's a lot of hype coming. Yeah. People are hyping it up. And everybody will, who hyping will enjoy it, I'm sure. Yeah. But like me and you, Lockie, we're yeah, going to yeah. enjoy it especially because oh, it's I like going to just be a functional movie. Yeah. I definitely... Uh, people complain about that. Like the, the you know, like... <sighs> I, can't, I can't remember any <laughs> words today. No, I think... Uh, I've never really like formulaic. Yeah, carry on. I'm sure episode nine will be a bit. Formulaic. But people complain about that. But me and you, I will take that over a bedtime stories, which is just doesn't make no sense. Well, the you know a general three act structure. We've talked about this many a time. It's like end of act two. That's when the character should be at his lowest. That happened in this, but it was like ten minutes to go. <laughs> yeah, and they're like. <clears throat> What do the kids, what does his niece and nephew say to him? You really let us down. I'm going to have to turn my back on you. And they just walk past him and he's just like, no. Yeah. And then the music plays and he's just like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. And then he kills himself and that's the end of the film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the rest of it just takes place. The next 10 minutes of the movie just take place in his grave. <laughs> yeah. He slits his wrist in the bath and then the camera no one just comes. stays there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one comes. Russell Brand's too busy off doing other shit. Cocaine. Probably. And uh, just no one cares. It's like, um, you know, once uh, once Harry, Ron and Hermione leave Hogwarts, right? Right. Who goes and visits Hagrid? Mm. He just dies alone one day. He just no stays in. Get, he just stays in his cabin with uh, his... What's his dog's name again? Fang. Fang. Yep. Him and Fang just... Kicking it old school, smoking the Jeffrey, just like, yeah. <laughs> and then one day he just passes away but because no one gives a fuck. No one goes yeah. and visits him. He just decays. Fang eats his remains. Yep. And then Fang's just eat, it has eaten too much. So Fang dies as well. <laughs> dies of indigestion. Yeah. I mean, Stark has died of eating indigestible fleshes. <laughs> <laughs> so what was this film about, man? Bedtime Stories is a sort of kids movie. It's a Disney movie. This is the first. Uh, it's the first Happy Madison film that was a PG. Okay. Which I don't know the ratings in America. I think it goes. Is that true? Yeah. What's Billy Madison? PG thirteen. Uh, okay. Which is a dip maybe or right. an R. No, I don't know. Because like in America, you have. What's the rating system here in the UK? It goes U for Universal. Yeah, yep. that's the green one. Mm-hmm. PG is sort of golden. Yeah, and that's what just anyone can watch. Parental it. guidance. It's like of course recommended that you have a parent with you, but if you're under, it's like up to twelve. Because then we got twelve. Yeah, is like you have to be over twelve, even if you're with a parent. Okay. 12A is just a subsidiary 12. I can't remember what the deal is. Yeah, it's just a bit more. Yeah, 15 is like you've got to be over 15. 18 is you've got to be over 18. That's it. Similar to Australia, we have a G, which is general, PG. Yeah. And then we have M. Mature audiences. Yep. And then MA, you have to be 15. Yeah, mature adult. And then R. Yeah, restricted. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Whereas in America, it's like, I don't know what G, like the lowest one. Yeah. In America, they've got, I think G is the lowest one. General audiences. And then you've got PG and then you've got PG 13. PG 13. Yeah. And then I think they have 15, 18. I th- don't know if they have. No, because no, I think not. it's R yeah. is after PG 13. They've got R and then there's also X. Yeah, it's like porn. No, no, no. There's X, like Exorcist. No, it's not. I can't remember. There's a, there's another one that's like. What was the film that came out that they had to make PG thirteen for? It was like, a, or it was, or is it in the UK? They it was in the UK. New rating. Yeah. yeah. What was it? I think we've spoken about this before. Is it Harry Potter or something? No, it was Spider Man. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Sam Raimi Spider Man from two thousand and one. Two thousand. Yeah. Um, 2002, yeah, when it came yeah. out, I remember seeing shit on the <coughs> on the TV of uh, like people on you know morning talk shows and shit just being like, I mean, it is just so violent. It's so uncom unbear- unbearably violent that we are forced to create a new like. They just people thought that the end fight between Peter Pan, Peter Parker, and the Green Goblin was like. S- ultra violent i mean it is it's quite like it's gruesome but it's and it's dark and it's like i wouldn't say that it's like more gruesome than fucking like a guy getting eaten off the toilet in jurassic park or like you know what about uh stuff like that jurassic park's a pg what's indiana jones temple of doom yeah pg yeah i mean a man gets his heart ripped out yeah while he's still alive and then then spider-man is on fire yeah (laughs) and spider-man is just like he just kind of gets like shot at and stuff and they have little bombs and then he's like, ow. And they were like, oh my God, uh, 12A, you have to be to over 12 and with an adult. Oh yeah? Just like, but you already have to be over 12. It's like, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> Who came up with these things? Yeah. You have to create new ratings. Well, this is, anyway, this was the first Happy Madison because this is in conjunction with Happy Madison, which is Adam Sandler's production company. If you haven't, if you're listening to this episode and you haven't picked up on that yet, what the fuck are you doing? But this was in conjunction with Happy Madison and Disney. Yeah. So they're getting that Disney money. Yeah. Yeah, it's the first PG movie they oh, did. Oh, in America they've got R, yeah, G, PG, PG 13, R, mm-hmm. and then NC 17. So you have to be over 17. Yeah, no what's child. what's R though? Restricted. What do you have to be there? I don't know. I think in fuck? America you can go to see an R-rated movie if you were the parent. Really? I think so. Because I remember like being 14 and going to see like MA15 films when you had to be 15. Yeah. And they'd be like, are you 15? I'd be like, yeah. yeah. And they'd be like, okay. Yeah. I guess I just looked a bit older. Totally. But like I never, you know, like I hear stories about in the 90s people were sneaking in to see like pop fiction and shit yeah, like yeah. oh let's sneak into an r-rated movie or whatever yeah. but like i never did that mm. because there wasn't many in australia mm. like only up until fuck like 2010 or 2011 like games were allowed to be r-rated yeah before that they were like heavily um yeah censored and shit yeah. like still some scenes like there was a south park game came out a couple of years ago where they like fully censor a scene and you just really? get yeah it was like a scene where Randy gets like an anal probe from an oh, alien yeah. 
and instead of watching that scene, a screen comes up with a koala bear crying and it's like, the Australian government wouldn't let us show this scene, so we're showing you this instead and the scene just happens in the background. Wow. Yeah. And there was like, yeah, just heaps of games like getting heavily censored and I ruined a bunch of games and like, yeah, no, I don't know why. I mean, yeah. There's basically no excuse for censoring something. Like it makes sense to... I mean, it's down to the parents. Yeah, exactly. It's down to the parents. Parents should not be letting their kid play Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. That's, you know, it's uh, the ratings are there for a reason. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, it makes sense to review a piece of, like to review content and make sure that it's not like, because it's not just about it being like violent or bloody, but it's also like, just like poisonous stuff. Like, you know, even if it was like, it's just like really sexist or it's like really homophobic and stuff like that. It's kind of like, let's just not have it in kids' films. But if you're just censoring stuff, like, especially weird shit like that, where it's like an anal probe, it's not like somebody's guts getting cut out. Yeah, and it's alien. It's aliens, and it's a cartoon. Yeah, it's a cartoon as well. That's kind of the bottom line. It's like, uh, so we're not going to show this scene because we don't want kids to, like, probe each other anally. Yeah, you're just like, what the fuck? How can't you just, like, teach kids to be intelligent? Yeah, and it's a fucking comedy. You're supposed to laugh at it. Yeah, exactly. I don't understand. Because that, that whole thing of like people will copy like shit that they see, isn't isn't that just like debunked? Like nobody believes that. I don't know. Like, Man, I, watched, believe it. I watched a fucking great video this morning. It's like, you know, during, I think it was the 80s or the early 90s. No, it must have been late 80s. It was like music had to get like that mature yeah what is that sticker that um, get on? the so the big black and white one yeah totally explicit content that's the one yeah, yeah. yeah it was like in uh, it was like clippings from american tv interviews of like people against heavy metal and like yeah. people looking at heavy metal covers on chat shows and saying yeah, like yeah. oh look at this this is obviously reminiscent of satan yeah totally and there was this great tiny clip that just made me burst out laughing where this guy's like if you listen to metal yeah the devil will come inside you and make you kill your mom and i was like what the fuck <laughs> yeah that's just like such an an uh like uh, that's, it's like it's ignorance really it's totally ignorance yeah. but it's like that is really toxic like to have that attitude about other people's like you know, like music and like expression and just like creativity yeah to be like don't fucking let that, you know, like that will make you murder your family. It's like, how, how is like <laughs> listening to that man yeah. better than listening to the music, which isn't explicitly being like, kill your mom or whatever. Yeah. I mean, like, like maybe you'd never think of that, but because this fucking God cunt on TV is like, you, this will make you kill your mother. Yeah. Then you walk away from like the morning TV, just being like, oh, imagining like, I don't know. There was another bit where it was like this, this, uh, her son's sitting there holding the record and he's got like, um, he's got like a bad religion shirt on, which is not even metal. It's like a California punk band from the eighties or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, I don't like the lyrics. I just, I just can't stand the music and I don't like the album cover. And he's just there just like shaking his head, rolling his eyes. Like he thinks it's a joke. They're on national TV talking about it. Yeah. And you really just like promoting that sort of thing because like any publicity is good publicity right yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh there was another one where the woman was like black metal has torn apart my family 
you know, it's like the the son, all he does now is just read metal magazines and listen to black metal and worship Satan in his bedroom. And you're just like, well, <laughs> if black metal has destroyed your family, I don't think you had a very strong family yeah, vibe yeah. to begin with. Yeah. It's like if anything that's like, I don't know. It's you just, know, it's I, just don't, I don't like the music you're listening to. I'm fucking divorcing you. Yeah. It's like, that's that's as far as it goes. It's not about like, you know, I mean, but then if somebody was listening to like, I don't know, like racist, like hate yeah, music yeah, yeah. or whatever. I mean, you'd be like, having words, right? Or just like country music. I'd be like, <laughs> this is it. We're done. Yeah. I mean, that Louis Theroux documentary about the, like Louis and the Nazis. Have you seen that one? Yeah. Fantastic watching, but like, fuck me. Those people are cunts. Yeah. Just listening to like the skinhead, yeah, you know, yeah. punk music. It's just the screaming about white power and shit. And you're just yeah. like, this is bad. Yeah, and there's yeah. the mum there just showing it to her kids and they're all doing Nazi salutes in the car to the music and that. Yeah, totally. And Louis just like looking at the cover and it's of like lynchings and shit. Yeah. You're just like, well, obviously that's bad. Don't yeah. show that, but... Yeah, I think maybe that's like the real it, like insight in, into the situation, which has nothing to do with bedtime stories. It's just like <laughs> that there's like people who are trying to use like media to promote their yeah, as an rhetoric. Yeah. And then there's people who are using media to like create like, you know, like works of art or like works of like creative, like whatever, just creative works or whatever. Green room. And the two of them, yeah, the two of them are not the same. No. So like saying that anybody who's creating music is trying to create a message that will, that you intend people to like follow Mm. is like complete fucking nonsense. But then there are people who are trying to use music to create a message to be like, and the same with like Christian rock or whatever, where it's like, like maybe the Evanescence or whatever, it sounds like nice music, like whatever, like the band are are good at playing their fucking instruments, but like, Just the bottom line, it always comes down to being about like love Jesus and stuff. It's kind of yeah, like, see, I, don't like I cannot be fucking bothered. Yeah, it's like when we that. met that guy, well, when we were working that coffee fucking job. Yeah. So I was wearing a Mastodon shirt, Mastodon or a groove metal band that yeah. don't make any form of satanic stuff. They, yeah, yeah, they basically yeah. do albums about like concept albums. Yeah. And a guy came up to me and said, oh yeah, I used to listen to that, but now I'm a born again Christian. So I don't go near that. And I was like, well, you know, there's a lot of Christian metal out there. There's something for everyone. Yeah. And he was like, nah, nah, just, just spoken word music for me, man. Yeah. Yeah, He was like, even like the, the, like the sound of Christian metal is like not Christian enough. Yeah. I mean, I like, there's a lot of Christian metal bands that you you know, that in interviews later, people are like, so are you guys like really Christian? And they're like, ah, we kind of stopped, you know, being Christian like a long time ago, but like it's easy to market when, you know, yeah, yeah, it's a whole nother like, yeah, true. A whole nother audience. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of media, uh, I mean, we're way off topic, but like a lot of media in that, especially metal and like punk, people do give it a bad name because you do have like your, Nazi shit over here or yeah. your satanic shit over here. Like, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, this I is think the first bedtime <laughs> stories is like more it's propaganda. Cor- it's right? sort of like more corrosive than like, I don't know, like a violent movie or whatever. I don't know. Like, does it make you angry? You could get like Pulp Fiction or whatever. 
I think inspires people to watch movies and to like to to like go back and watch old movies to watch new movies with like a kind of new perspective to listen to music uh, the, the whatever yeah, yeah. in a different way. And like Pulp Fiction is a timeless film. Sure, yeah, and to think about like dialogue and how in movie history dialogue has changed stuff. It's like it's very meta and like Quentin Tarantino is only concerned about movies of course because like that's his whole thing, but like of so course. like Pulp Fiction is not going to change like your whole world, but like for as an example of something that will make you like think differently. It will make you think differently about movies. Whereas, but people would be against that because there's like, yeah, they have to, there's drugs in it and there's like violence and people I mean, getting if, their if, brains if, shot up. If you wanted, if, you know, people sneaking in to watch an R-rated movie, sure, Pulp Fiction's a great example of an R-rated movie. But if you yeah. wanted to go in and, and witness gore and fucking bloody murder and drug taking, go watch an Eli Roth film or go watch like fucking Requiem for a Dream or something. Sure. Something that like rightly earns well an R rating whatever. because it's like provocative or whatever. Right. You sure. Know? <clears throat> but yeah, I mean there were definitely people who were like, I can't believe how like they were trying to ban Rise of Our Dogs for being so violent and stuff. But my point was that that shit isn't as corrosive as bedtime <laughs> stories. Because bedtime <laughs> stories is a whole load of nothing. And like I mean it's a kid's film. It's a story about Going back to the PG rating, this is a kids' oh, film, and it's yeah. Disney. It's a, it's a movie exactly. Disney is like a is is corrupt, isn't it? They make some pretty good films, man. You know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is fucking sick. Star Wars, it's fucking sick. No, they man. do, of course. Yeah, I mean, I've enjoyed all those movies, but you also you can see that like they're they're like they're they're like so Disney, so American. Do you know what I mean? There's never yeah. any like thoughtfulness or like kind of like no risk taking there's no risk taking yeah. there's no like i don't know there's not really an awful lot of ambiguity it's always just kind of like what about last jedi yeah well they what, did take a risk it? and it backfired because fans don't like it i, I like, like it yeah i like that movie i think it was uh it was really good um and i don't i didn't it didn't backfire they people complain about it as though it took a complete left turn but it didn't. It did. It had like five minutes of like, oh, it looks like we're going off in this direction, and then being like fully, firmly back on board yeah. with the Star Wars whole thing. It it was no, there was no tension of like, <laughs> no, we're not going really. off the rails here, which is like part of the fun because then you you know what you're in for. It's like that Martin Scorsese, uh, like quote or whatever, where he's saying like these big like superhero movies are less like cinema. And more like there's no risk taking. Yeah, well, they're less like cinema and more like uh, uh, theme park rides, which is sort of true. Because if you got on a theme park ride, you wouldn't want to think, "Oh, is this gonna fail? Yeah, or is this gonna take, like fucking break my neck or whatever?" You'd want to know. I'm gonna come to the. It'll be scary. Maybe it'll be upside down for a sec, but I want to come to the end safely. That's what yeah. the Marvel movies are like, which is Save good in a way. A, it's good in a way, but it's also like really boring sometimes. Save a theme park was like. One in every one hundred rides, something is gonna go wrong. <laughs> yeah, totally. Would you would you get on that ride? I, I don't know because it's kind of like gambling, like the thrill, like I yeah, might totally. die. Yeah, exactly. I probably wouldn't do it. But yeah, I mean, bedtime stories is just kind of like a bunch of. It's like the most basic, like Disney, ABC, kind of like no, uh, no risk sort of tropes and stuff. But at the same time, it's like. 
super underwhelming. Like there's nothing that really drew me into it. I think what because about- of the kind of like episodic nature of the movie. So the movie's about, in a nutshell, Adam Sandler has to look after his sister's kids and he tells some bedtime stories. And then we see like, you know, live slash CGI reenact recreations of the stories as they're happening. So it kind of becomes like a cartoony movie. And then in his real life later, aspects of the stories kind of start becoming true. And it's there's a, a twinge of a kind of click-like thing happening where it's like a supernatural changes in his life and he tries to use them to his advantage. And like, it, it's just like, is this a movie where, because it could just be a movie where you know, get them, where the, he's telling the bedtime stories and we go into the story and that's what the movie is. And then it comes back out at various points and they're like asleep and then it's like the next night and he tells another story and like they connect in some way. Isn't that it was like, a bit like uh, that? But it was also like taking place in the real world and he was like using these coincidences. There was some magic. Sometimes it was coincidental. Sometimes it was supernatural. There was like this hotel shit going on. He was like, it's in a, in a way we had like, was up against like kind of great odds because it was like, he would either become the owner of the hotel. This is a fucking plot. Nonsense. He was either going to become the owner of the hotel or just like get fired. But like, move on also, with your life. Yeah, you know? exactly. You were also just like not concerned for it. So not invested just like, enough to be like, yeah, eh, whatever. Yeah. And he wasn't like a nice person either. It wasn't like. He was a pretty good uncle by the end. Yeah, he was fine by the end. But like throughout in. <laughs> He was just, he was just trying to like, it's not really though, because he doesn't, there's no conflict because you see in like the first scene, there's the woman that comes up to the desk and she's like, I didn't touch anything in the mini bar. And he's like, well, how about you put it all on my tab and you know, whatever. So he was a good guy to start with. He just wasn't involved. But then they talk about like Courtney Cox was like, oh, you tried to kill my husband or whatever the last time you were here four years ago. Yeah. But now they now he's back in the life because the husband's out of the picture. Yeah. So the husband was the bad guy. Yeah. Who's not in it anymore. No. Should have had him rock up right at the end. Yeah, that would have made sense to add him to Who would like, you have who would you have play the husband? Oh, uh, it'd be awesome if we got fucking Dante. No, awesome if we got like Chandler Bing, man. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. his name? Uh Matthew Perry. Yeah. Yeah. So we cause Courtney Cox is in it, you know, from Yeah, uh, yeah, Courtney Cox is in uh, it. Uh from Fiends. I mean R's in the brackets. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> uh, Guy Pierce isn't it? He plays the kind of rival, like the heir to the hotel chain. He's the suit. He is. He's the suit. suit and a half. He's the suit he's to like Adam Sandler. Such a smarmy guy. Yeah, he was great in he it. He was great. Yeah, I really like Guy Pierce actually. Yeah, he's good. He's yeah. cool, and he like, you know, a lot of I think a lot of actors that are of his like caliber or his like looks and shit. We talked about this with Drew Barrymore. She's not afraid to like get down in the dirt and yeah, yeah, and like embarrass herself because like who gives a fuck, right? Yeah, totally. Whereas he was pulling all sorts of cool faces, and yeah, getting licked yeah. by dogs, and <laughs> yeah. Whereas I think someone else would just be like, "No, I'm not. I'm not doing that." No, yeah, like, I suppose well, you know because yeah, he can kind of be like a, uh, uh, you know, like a, a leading actor in stuff. And not necessarily just one type of stuff. Like he can be in comedies like this, or he can be in romantic movies, or memento, he's like attractive, and he can then he can be in like kind of sci-fi, actiony, thriller Iron stuff. Man, like Iron Man Three, yeah, yeah, and like at the same time, he can he can have his own movie, and, and you're never like, 
or he's a bit out of his depth or whatever. But then he can also be like the bit the bit part or like the supporting and you're like you're never like I wish he was in it more. It's mm. always just like he's just like a good actor and he's yeah, he's right great yeah whatever. But I never would have thought that I would have enjoyed seeing him. You know, like two years ago, if somebody said, "Do you love Guy Pearce?" I would have been like, "What? What? Yeah." What do you mean, like, I think it's just because watching Adam Sandler films, like their expectations another... are lowered so low. Yeah. Like, who are some other big actors that have been in Adam Sandler films that you um, just like? Because I, I like Sean Bean was in Pixels. Yeah. Uh, who else was in Pixels? Someone else. I can't remember. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Peter Dinklage. Yeah, not so much him. I think, mm. uh, what was the guy who, Brian Cox? Yeah. And like the women he gets in the films are always like of high quality in terms of acting. Yeah, they've, they're often like good actors. They never have good roles though. No. As a rule, it's like they're always just like whiny or... Yeah, or just, yeah. it's, yeah. But he was good. Russell Brand was also in this. Yeah, I don't know. It was so Russell Brand as well. It wasn't like... I, I feel like he can't act. Like, he's... He just plays Elder Snow. Yeah. From he just does his, like... It's just the same as Adam Sandler, really. Like, they just do yeah, their stand-up. Yeah, they do the like SNL British. thing. But he's British, yeah. So it's just like, oh, we're going to have Russell Brand in this movie. And he just doesn't fit into any movie. He's always just Russell Brand. Yeah, I think this is the same year as... I don't necessarily, uh, I don't really like hate Russell Brand, but it's just like, no, it's, he, can't, he yeah. can't be in movies because you're just like, every time it cuts to him, he never like, I don't know, his dialogue is never part of the dialogue. It's always just him saying some shit, some stand up yeah. shit. I mean, he kind of just has, Russell Brand's a funny one because he isn't really in films anymore. Like he was in a film a couple of years ago with Nicolas Cage when Nicolas Cage goes to, this is a crazy film. I haven't yeah, seen yeah. this. I can't remember what it's called. Nicolas Cage is like an American guy who's like, I'm going to go to the Middle East and find Osama bin Laden and kill him. Yeah. And Russell Brand plays like this weird Jesus guy that only Nicolas Cage can see. Oh my I think that's it. Fucking God. Yeah, but it's from like 2016 or 2017 or something. We should watch it. Yeah, it sounds like we should. <laughs> but I think... Um, that's exactly what I just described. Is like he's not part of the movie and he just has long hair and says like you know, like these kind of like random wordy, quirky things. Quirky it's, things it's a yeah. bit like, it's a bit like Noel Fielding as well. And they're yeah. best pals. Yeah. You know, I'm sure they're great guys. And I, I've watched like, I don't know, like YouTube shit of like Russell Brand. Like there's one, like a two and a half hour, like conversation between him and Dave, uh, David Lynch, where they're both talking about transcendental meditation. And I'm yeah. just like, this is fucking random. Like I, Never would have expected Russell to be this type of fella. Russell Brand's a funny one, man, because it yeah. wasn't that long ago he was married to Katy Perry for like a hot minute and then they yeah. divorced. Yeah. But Russell Brand is one guy that, like I listened to some of his interview with Joe Rogan and like Russell Brand has truly like found himself and found his calling. Yeah. Which is yeah, I guess. what a lot of people aim to do with their life, you know? Hmm. Now he just does weird like monologue. Well, it's like just weird chat about life. Yeah, he's kind like, of like I read his like first a... book, my bookie book, which was about his battles with addiction. And yeah, like, yeah. Like he was addicted to sex and had to go to sex rehab uh. as well as substances. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then it wasn't one about revolution. 
the book called that. And yeah. I read a little bit of it, but it was about money and shit. Mm. I also saw his film about, it's like a documentary film about money called yeah. Emperor's New Clothes or something. Yeah, yeah. About division of wealth and shit. Yeah. How like the, the one top 1% have more than the rest of the 99 in, what? In, included, yeah. Wait, like wait, division wait, wait, of wealth. Wait, wait, wait. What? Like the top 1% of, well, I think it's less than that. Like the top 1% of people in the world Wait, what? have more money than the, the other 99%. No, no, no. You mean the 99% have more money than the top 1%? No, no. That's not how it works. Bro. No. Wait, 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 wait. Top 1%? Yeah. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 99% you said? Yeah. Anyway, have let's talk about money, bedtime stories. There's some bedtime weird... C- stories you said? <laughs> <laughs> There's some weird CGI stuff going on here. I think it was leftover CGI from other films. <laughs> yeah. That they were just like, oh, let's just use this again because it seems like quite a lot for this film. But then this yeah, film true. also had a budget of 80 million. Yeah, and the CGI wasn't complex. It was mostly that the... Just the, sets. Yeah, mostly like that they just wide used shots, it. shots, panning shots. Yeah. yeah, which is kind of weird. It did. The movie did have this Disney-ish quality where it was like... Because like if it's animated, you can extend the scope of the movie like... Yeah. infinitely yeah so they don't there's no uh like uh uh limit on like the size of your sets or whatever but then in like real movies obviously like it's more difficult to build an actual castle or whatever and in this there was like a clear dis uh clear uh like mixture of it would be a, a close-up yeah. of somebody clapping in a uh like arena stall mm-hmm. and you can see like it's made of wood or stone or whatever yeah then it but cuts they never back. show too much of the scene yeah, yeah yeah and then it cuts back like in start attack of the clones and you see the whole arena and it's yeah. just like floating in like a ms dos space mm-hmm. <laughs> the yeah, background is like, just like it doesn't look good like in one color and then yeah it does these weird like twists around or like pans or whatever and like you can see that like 3d like rendering yeah i don't know yeah you know what i mean like i just- mean it was apparent when the first the first bedtime story he tells is i mean basically the the bedtime stories he tells to the kids his niece and nephew is like oh the let's talk about cowboys and indians or knights and shit yeah and the first one is uh yeah like a castle scene knights and shining armor yeah you know whatever and uh big sweeping shot of this big castle and it's just, I mean, even for 2008, it does not look good. And then, but then you go in. I wonder if like Disney just have sets. Definitely. This is the castle set for yeah. the castle movies that they just have pre-built or that are like. Yeah, definitely. Because it, would ma- it wouldn't make sense to destroy sets after you built them. I mean, if, they if, do. No, nah, I mean, well, like it, I, it's a, <clears throat> it's like an American movie studio, like method of filmmaking to reuse sets like in old westerns and stuff even in like the 20s and 30s they were just like just fucking use it again like i mean yeah how different does it need to look and then you just dress up differently so if they have like castle scenes or whatever it's just like just shoot it from a different angle yeah and they just have i mean like i'm sure we could find another film within the like five year either side of this film that used the same sets and the same costumes yeah. yeah i mean like when was the first fucking live action Cinderella that's around the same time right mm, is Patrick yeah. Dempsey in that one is from Grey's he? Anatomy oh, I think he might yeah. be man yeah he plays like Prince Charming or some shit mm. 
Or Enchanted or something. I oh, fuck knows, man. Ella Enchanted. What's I've that? I've seen that one. That's with uh, Amanda Seyfried. No, 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 no. What's the woman from... Um, Reese Witherspoon. No, no, the dark-haired woman. Anne oh, Hathaway. Anne Hathaway, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's in that, and it's a musical. Ugh. This one wasn't a musical. I was surprised. There was one song, though, at the end. Kind of, yeah. Fucking Guy Pearce does the Broadway song. Yeah, that was just... Was, at least that was part of his pitch. And, and you know what? I, any, any, other, other film, any other film, I'd be like, oh, fucking song. Like, no, we totally. watched Billy Madison, and the song was just... I was just like, ugh. Oh, yeah, that. totally. Whereas this, song. I was kind of like, ah, oh, this is cool. Guy Pearce is doing a song about... He's like, doing a song, but it was yeah. also like, it was a joke. And then the rest of the audience, like the, ca- the rest of the cast in that scene, yeah. didn't take part, which is a real important yeah, distinction. Yeah, true, yeah. I think I don't like musicals because it just ruins the like momentum of like who's who there can be like you know what i mean like it's like tw- if, if you're watching like 12 angry men they're like yeah that's that's uh zander friend of the pod and a guest of the pod that's his favorite movie is it yeah he i've loves, never seen it but he loves men he loves angry men yeah and 12 of them but like yeah they, that's an important thing where it's like almost all in one room and it's just like all leaning on the different like uh you know like the different like speaking style and like uh like personalities of and each kind of man like, yeah different aggressiveness of each angry of each, man of each angry man yeah um if they all started singing you know and then they become a band and you're just like <laughs> listening to a song and um, then they all just sit back down and they're yeah, like and they sit back down oh, and, oh, oh, yeah, yeah angry again yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. This movie's made me an angry man. See, I don't like. <sighs> I don't hate musicals. I don't like. I've never really watched any of the serious ones, like Les Mis and shit. Because that's. Just I a saw bit... Les Mis in the cinema. Were you bored? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. It was yeah. shit. Yeah. Les Mis is bad, and I like. I think I. I, I can't remember who that filmmaker is, but he made some other st- thing that was like really good. Is he doing Cats, the new one? Mm. How do you feel about that? Like, because when I first saw, you know, I hadn't seen the trailer yet, but I woke up, checked my phone, check all Reddit and shit. Yeah. And it was just like, people are going insane over the new Cats trailer. And he I was is like, making Cats. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I like, I was like, I mean, how bad can a trailer be? And then I watched the trailer and I was just like, okay, it's like CG rendered cats with weird feline faces of like Judy Dench and Ian McKellen and James <sighs> Corden and Taylor Swift. Yeah. I don't know. Jason Mraz, is he in it? I don't know. Who's Jason he? Derulo. Jason Derulo, yeah. yeah. Jason Mraz, you know what he sings? I'm yours. You know that one? Oh, yeah. Um... I can't remember the rest of it, but I know it's terrible and I'm going to hear it at some point. I mean, Cats is just not something that should be put to film, right? It's annoying. Why do they try these things? I don't Uh, know, man, because... The Lion King, they they were just like, people hate watching cartoon animals. What we have to do is make real animals sing songs. Have you seen the Lion King musical? No. Like on stage? Uh, No, no, no. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, I'm sure that is great. Yeah, it's great. Because like... I wept. Yeah, that makes perfect perfect sense to do a stage version of a, of a movie like why not but, but i mean you've got because stage is great it's already its own thing yeah and you've got fantastic puppeteering sure yeah yeah, and yeah. who doesn't love animals who yeah. doesn't love african animals you know totally i've heard that the lion king stage musical is the most 
uh, what's the name, most successful piece of media, like it's made more money comparative, really? like it's the biggest grossing piece of media that <laughs> Seriously? there is. I think so. It's either like in terms of like stuff with actors, you know, like movie-ish things, yeah. like plays, movies, TV, I mean, whatever. I guess because like... Apparently the Lion King musical is like, just the biggest grossing thing that's ever happened. But then, of course, it's been playing for like 50 years or some shit. No, not 20. that long. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I think it is like consistently sold out. Like, every yeah, night. exactly. It might be like three spare seats. Sure. And people yeah. are like, and Broadway tickets are like $60 or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I went right? for, I think I went, when I was in London in like 2014, I went for like 70 pounds or something. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah crazy. But I mean, I had the money then and I was no, just like, yeah, I mean, I mean, like, I'm in London, I might as well go and see it. Definitely. I'm sure it'd be amazing. It would it's d- coming to Edinburgh soon. You should go. I don't want to. But no, yeah. you should. You'd like it. <laughs> Take your girlfriend. No. Take your SO. No. <laughs> I don't want to. That makes sense though. But what I was talking about musicals, I don't like all the serious ones. I've seen Sweeney yeah. Todd. That one's great. Sure. I like the songs. I know the songs. Yeah. I love Mamma Mia, the first one. Yeah. Little known fact about me. I think ironically, I think ABBA songs are like pure joy and are just like, it, you know, you talk about like, pop, you know, pop music's the best because it's so listenable and like right. all the hooks and shit. You yeah. always say that, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it's like you see actors on screen singing. So I don't know. Something yeah, about it. I know is what you like, mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my mate Spado, Sam. Sure. He loves it too. But yeah. we both love it in an ironic kind of way. Yeah. It's like. It was just like slightly outside of your normal like pool of interest. I mean, it's no heat, you know? No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It's no Adam Sandler film. Yeah. What? Yeah. But uh, it has Pierce in it though. It does have Pierce, and he Pierce sings. Bro. He sings SOS, and it's fantastic. Yeah. But kind of just you can laugh at it. Yeah. It's like I don't believe in guilty pleasures, but if I had to put something down as my guilty pleasure, it would probably be that film. Yeah. Fair or enough. Adam Sandler, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I don't really but get yeah, pleasure Cats, from this. Cats the musical looks like a just a nightmare where they were just like it's gonna make money people are gonna go see it even like ironically they're gonna be like i'm gonna go check it out and then they'll be like it's obviously like it is like a as if you made a piece of entertainment specifically for people who were into like furry fetish thing yeah which i didn't think is like that big of a thing well it's like a cult thing you know it's like i don't really but like it's if you're not into something budget movie with all these fucking actors but it's not that random Fucking Judy Dench isn't a furry. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Ian McKellen. It's like they're trying I mean, to appeal. Maybe they are. Yeah, exactly. And but it it looks it looks like furry. What do you call it? What you know, like yeah, those people that dress up like that. It yeah. looks like that. It looks furry. But then there's it doesn't face. look. It's like CGI rendered faces. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't look like a, 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 a it doesn't look like a live action version of cats. No, it it's looks not like a the furry cats. Yeah, because they're like sexy. Like, you know, it's weird, and, man. And they're it like winking and like showing their butts and stuff like that. And you got James Corden in it and <sighs> Idris Elba, man. It kind of is just appealing to all different people. James Corden, yeah, you're going to get like a lot of middle American mums who like watch those sort of shows. They're like, I love James Corden. I don't like James Corden. 
Gavin. I like him. No. Gavin, Gavin and Stacey's great. No. Yeah, you've never seen oh. it. You can't judge it. I can judge whatever I want. I'm the leader of the judgment. <laughs> <laughs> the court and judgment. Yeah. But those sort of things I don't... I mean, I don't know. Musical scores in films is always just kind of jarring. A, a good film that is about music like... Uh, sure. Almost Famous. Do you like that one? Yeah. Or School of Rock. Sure. Those films are based around music. Any, any like, I love fucking music biopics. Some of them. Mm. Walk the Line's pretty good. Yeah, they can be really cool. Bohemian um, Rhapsody, I didn't enjoy. Nah. No. I don't know if I watched that film correctly, though. I watched that on an Emirates flight. So I think they heavily censor a lot of stuff. It's probably the in the one time that censorship is better than the original. Well, because <laughs> the plot just didn't make sense. There was like the love interest. I think guy he just gets with at the end that he hasn't seen throughout the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, that and sounds. I like, what I haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody, but I didn't want to see it. Um, and I remember hearing that it was kind of fraught with like production problems, and that they were like that in the end it was sort of like they tried to save it in editing or whatever. It won the it won an Oscar for editing. Yeah, uh, have you seen some of the scenes? It's awful. I, I have, don't, yeah, I've I seen don't like, understand. I've seen clips of it, especially clips on YouTube of people being like, this has the worst editing I've ever seen uh-huh, and uh-huh. showing like and breaking it down like what the deal is. It's just like a conversation where they're sitting outside like a cafe. That's the one I've seen. Yeah, yeah and there's yeah. just like... The guy from Game of Thrones. Um, yeah. yeah, it's like me and you. We could film this, just a camera looking at you. Yeah, but you camera do 124 at edits in the space yeah, of a exactly. minute. You're just like, what? <laughs> it's like the fucking longest yeah. yard scene, the the baseball scene. The Sorry, the fucking sports. The oh, football. like where it's like three seconds to go. Yeah, and it's like, cut, cut, yeah, cut, yeah, cut. Yeah, oh, totally. look, there's fucking... Yeah. What's his name's face? Ah, oh, like bang yeah. onto Adam and then, oh, no, the crowd and Rob Schneider's over here fucking flopping his dick out or something. Yeah, and then it comes back two seconds to go yeah. and you're like, what? what? Longest yard, Oscar for the best editing. Fuck off. <laughs> exactly. Seriously. Yeah. What's the, uh, the Rocket Man? I've heard that one's uh I think Rocket Man's probably good. better. But than- that's a musical... Like, yeah. I didn't know that. I thought it was just a biopic. Same, yeah. About songs, but no, it's like the transitions, you know, the scenes progress because he's singing songs. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's a bit more interesting of a way Did to Dexter do it. Dexter Fletcher do that one? I don't Is know. Is he the director? Does it secretly turn out to be part of the Kingsman series? That'd be cool, right? Taron mm-hmm. Edgerton. Kingsman 2 was pretty good, hey? No. Elton John was in that. Yeah, Kingsman 2 was shit, Lockie. Yeah, but that's... Didn't a, we see it together and we yeah, were both like, it was, it was fucking rubbish. shit, yeah. But <laughs> Elton John's in that. And he is, yeah, Taron exactly. Edgerton plays... So I'm saying. Yeah, that's weird, man. That's a weird <laughs> reference. You remember Halle Berry was in that one? Yep. She was fucking shit. Yeah, she was no good. I don't think she is good. Yeah, I'm confused. She's when one I saw as well. When I saw Catwoman... I've I never was seen like, it. Oh boy, <laughs> this is a star. She's a star. Yeah. What about Die Another Day? Die Another Day. I she's was like, a star. She's so lucky. She's a star, but yeah. she can't be better than Adam Sandler. Yeah, man. Is bedtime stories better than um name a movie? Catwoman. Catwoman. Heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not as good as Heat. It's better than Catwoman. It's somewhere in the middle between yeah. 
Great. But yeah, it was. And it was shite. <laughs> great and shite. <laughs> I was thinking about this whole endeavor and how we're like ranking the Adam Sandler movies and against Adam Sandler movies. Against Adam Sandler yeah. movies, and sometimes we can be like, like when we watch Happy Gilmore, it's like that one's fucking great. I yeah, love or that the wedding movie. singer, man, or the wedding singer. But at the same time, like if somebody was to come up at the end of this whole project, be like, so would you recommend Adam Sandler movies in general? Yeah. Uh, no, I wouldn't. I would recommend, I would recommend the top couple. <laughs> yeah. So I would say like, kind Wedding of. Singer's great. Watch that. Punch Drunk Love is like a different sort of film, but yeah. you should watch that. Happy Gilmore is so easy to watch. Yeah. It's over in 82 minutes or something. <laughs> yeah. Funny people, just stick it up to 1.2 speed and you're all good. You know, watch that shit. <laughs> and then apart from that, I mean, I'd maybe recommend like the do-over just because what the fuck, you know? Yeah. But then you're into territory of people who are like, I want to watch some shit or like, I know Adam Sandler and I want to watch like an uncommon Yeah, well, one, worse film. weird one. But just as a hard like line would you recommend like is it worth you know getting a collection of adam sandler dvds is it worth like thinking about his career i'd be like not really no <laughs> like there's so many other movies i mean i'd recommend grown-ups too i would 100 percent. i would tell everyone to watch that because i'm just like no this is exactly not what to do with a big budget and your pals you know i mean imagine yeah. imagine imagine me you Zander and our friend Tuffy's, right? Yeah. We were given whatever the fuck budget that like was, 120 million or something, yeah. you know. They're like, make a, <laughs> you know, we all leave Glasgow. We yeah. come back together. It's like, guys, let's let's hang out in Glasgow for like one day. Oh. That's set over one day, remember? Yeah, totally. You know? Totally. It sure is. We could make a much better film. <sighs> or a much worse film that is even more watchable. At least we wouldn't be getting anyone doing blackface like oh. this film, right? It's not really blackface, but it is racist. Yes. In I believe that Rob Schneider has racism in the heart in the sense that he just like doesn't care. I, I mean, like, I would love... Just stop fucking doing it. <laughs> this is one of the things that should have been censored out of like kids' movies. Stop having fucking men dressing up as different colored man or whatever yeah and he has a big prosthetic nose and yeah and he plays a native american he's like this what does he fucking even say he's doing all actions to do like yeah my family is big uh like spiritual yeah. horses or whatever and like and he says uh of the times of fire and wind and he like yeah, points yeah, his, you know does like a thing out of his bum yeah it's uh it's silly but i would love to be like that time is over. You know, it's stopped now. But Sandy Wexler, 2017. I know, I know. Yeah, exactly. He plays a fucking, fucking deal. like... And you know that in the like, like, fucking Halloween one that was supposed to be coming out or whatever, or his next, next Halloween. year. I don't know if he's in that. If he was in that, you know that he'd be like, there'd be a scene where they're like looking at each other's costumes. Oh, great costumes. What's your costume, Rob? And he's like, I'm not wearing costume, you know, like doing some fucking, he's like, I don't know, he's dressed as like a sultan or some shit. And he's like, I'm not wearing a costume. Oh, Jesus. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just look at each other and just like, yeah, just you know, so awkward. sad cringe. Just, it just won't stop doing that. Yeah, man. One of the things, <laughs> one of the things that you said ages ago on a pod, you're like, 
you know, they finish the scene. They're like, all right, cool, Rob, uh, you go take that makeup off. And he's just like, ah, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah, he just goes home with it. Yeah, his wife's just like, like his wife, I think, is Mexican. Right. I wonder if she has anything to say about it. Oh, yeah. She's just like, yeah, honey, we have to talk. Yeah. It'd be like everybody in his life is just like, you're so good at doing accents. Yeah. You're so good. When you dress up as a Native American, I can't even tell that you're not Native American. Yeah. It's amazing. You're so amazing. Even he's like the best at doing that <laughs> in the whole world. Imagine he's like the Elon Musk of fucking blacking up. <laughs> <laughs> what is the... Uh... What's the film where fucking John Wayne plays like Attila the Hun or whatever? What is that one? No, oh, what's the Mongolian guy? Yeah, Genghis Khan. Yeah. Yeah. The, con- the film The Conqueror. Yeah. And it's like the most American man you I know, could possibly yeah, totally. find. Yeah. Plays yeah. the least American man you could possibly find. <laughs> yeah, totally. Doesn't do an accent yeah. or anything. He's yeah. just like, what? Mm-hmm. What were you thinking? Yeah, but then they just trying to make an American movie a success back in the day without using an American actor is just like unheard of. Yeah, true. There's a few times that that happened where the movies are like, in terms of like movie criticism are like well, well regarded or whatever that are like, you know, this is a good movie. It just happens to be that it's set in China and they didn't use any Chinese people. Yeah, or in, set it in China. Or shoot it in China. Yeah. yeah, they just used Americans in America and it's a Chinese story. But it, it still somehow is like respectful to Chinese history or whatever. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's a random thing, but it is just minstrel, minstrelization or whatever. Just mm. like, so like if Rob Schneider in this movie was just playing himself, was just playing an American person and was like in the well, story. Well, I mean, he is, he is playing an American person, Funny. an original American person. Yeah. But yeah, if he was just being himself and just using his own voice, like there, there wouldn't be anything funny about him. So like they literally, the whole joke is that he's dressed up. It's just like, it's so funny to see like the stereotypes being portrayed. It's just like so great. I, yeah. I was, I've been watching The Nick which is that show about the hotel, uh, the hospital in uh, Transylvania, Transylvania yeah. in nineteen hundreds? No, it's not. It's in New York City, um, and it's it's good. There's lots of cool surgery, old fashioned surgery, and they're always trying to be like modern, but then they keep failing and stuff like that. And there's some race. There's a lot of race stuff in that, which is like always kind of tense in like movies and TV shows where you're like, you know, if you're watching a movie or something that's about like. I don't know, like black, it says about like, like police brutality. You're just like, and you're, and it's on the side, clear, clearly distinct on the side of the, not the police. Yeah. Like, you know, you're watching like a movie about like fucking a ghetto or some shit in, in, in like, well, like the wire. Yeah. You're watching the wire, but not so much. Cause then they're like gangsters. So you're like, they're criminals. Uh, I don't know what another one is. Anyway, if you're like watching a movie about like the underdog versus the like authority, like Adam you Sandler films, wish, yeah, exactly. You always wish that the underdog is going to win, like Longest Yard, the and underdog in the, story. In the, and in the Nick, <laughs> in the Nick, there's like a surgeon who's like a genius surgeon, but he's a black guy, and they're just they just like ignore him and just like don't let him climb the ladder. And watching the show as an as a 
as an audience to the to the actual show i'm like mm -hmm. oh he's gonna i can't wait for him to get his come you know get his chance and like he's gonna prove it and he's gonna like win but of course it's set in 1901 yeah and historically they didn't get a good they uh, didn't win yeah, they yeah, still yeah. it's still going on yeah you know, it's still not right? fixed so like i don't know yeah and there's some minstrel stuff in that where they're just like at part at like you know white people parties and they're like and they're like now for the entertainment the original coons Jesus. like fuck's sake but I, you watch it in a way that's like oh they and it's the same way where they're like using like quite basic microscopes to look at like blood and be like oh the cells are different sizes that means that we can inject this into that person and they'll be fine and then they die You're yeah like, oh they knew so little and you watch the race stuff in that like oh they knew so little about you know equality whatever fucking bedtime stories <laughs> fucking disney movie for children american I mean, children 2000 and motherfucking 21st century after yeah. the millennium and they're like yeah rob do the thing where you dress up as one of those guys <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, he does like he didn't play a Native American in uh Ridiculous Six. Yeah. He played a Mexican. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just slightly better. Yeah. Not even probably I don't know. I mean it's, it's all like bad, right? In the Simpsons when uh, they try to get they try to get Krusty back in the spotlight or whatever and he goes on now, What show are you talking about? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> there's that episode where there's like this comedy i can't remember i can't remember what this happens it's like there's a comedy show and bart says to jay leno hey mister you somebody messed up bad on this flyer you missed crusty the clown off it and he's like crusty the clown oh yeah because like in the show in the simpsons crusty is like what used to be a really big stand-up but is now kind of washed up even though he's like the main thing to watch on tv well, i always like Rewatching a lot of Krusty stuff, or like, sorry, rewatching Simpson stuff. I'm like, what show? Krusty's, <laughs> Krusty's fucking huge. Yeah. Like, I mean, how how big can a guy who just lives in a tiny town, Springfield? Yeah. And but he has like merchandise all around. He the merchandises world. everything, but then you get those weird like insight uh, insights into his like life or whatever, and it's like he's like in so much debt that he needs to merchandise and stuff. Yeah. I think that's like a fun... Yeah, he, has, he has like, like a McDonald's chain, like Krusty yeah, Burger. Yeah, Krusty Burger, yeah. yeah. But yeah, in that, in that episode, they get him to be part of the comedy show and he goes on and does like giant, like fake Chinese, like buck teeth or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, I saw, I saw and stuff like that. And like the audience is like... <coughs> yeah. Like, choo, 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 choo. I mean, I think now like they just get fucking booed, right? You'd hope so, because you or you just someone you just wouldn't book something someone who does that. You, yeah, because you, you wouldn't expect a mainstream like piece of media to have like a some a, to have jokes in it that are entirely just oh, he's dressed up as a Native American or like he's dressed up <sighs> as a black guy or a Mexican guy. Like he's dressed up, oh hilarious! Put yeah. on a costume, did he? Does the voice? Does he? Fucking screaming with laughter. I know. This is only like 11 years ago. Yeah. And we haven't... Well, this brand of comedy hasn't progressed much further. No, it hasn't changed, yeah. No, I think it's time that uh, 
I feel like there's less guys. pressure on it because, like, on Netflix, like the fact that they just make. I, I feel like that you know, like Sandy Wexler is so long. Like we've spoken about that before, about how like Netflix is just like fucking put it on whatever. I don't care. You yeah, know, like it's blank check, Adam. Yeah, do exactly. You think? Yeah, yeah. I feel like. Can the, I bring the, along the, Rob? Uh, whatever. Yeah, fucking yeah. get on. Get, if anybody you can fit in your car, can get drive. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Whatever. But yeah, like I feel like they, the, the like, the kind of like pressure on the like standards of content is kind of lower as well. That the, that nobody's really. I mean, like there's the, so they, much shit on Netflix. There is, yeah. And I feel like probably the chain of production is different than in movies where they're like really, really... In move, big mainstream movies, they're super concerned about how it's going to look to people. But on Netflix, they're just like, people aren't even watching. It's just yeah. it's playing in the background. Who probably. gives a fuck? Put it on. People have got it on every device. Uh, yeah, they're I watching mean, it on their phones yeah, or their watches I'm in the kitchen, or whatever. I'm going to make this casserole that's going to take an hour. You're making a watch? casserole? Nah. What? I'm not, I'm not. I don't get time to cook any anymore, man, because I'm just fucking working every evening. Why don't you get a job as a chef? Because then I then I hate cooking because that's my job. No, that's not true. You just I did when I worked. Never at win Mala. with you. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, give me a nine to five time. job. We, I gave you a basic children's movie, that an un, unoffensive and what exciting was concept. Someone did some racial. And you've done stuff nothing but complain about it. Someone I think, did do some racial. I stuff. I think if we go back to the start of this podcast, I'm the one that kind of didn't. In, I, I wouldn't say enjoyed it, but I just didn't hate it. Whereas you were like, "Fuck this movie." Which movie? Bedtime story. Oh, I thought you meant the podcast in general, but you mean this episode? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, really? Who, I don't remember that. Uh, see, out of you both of us, right? hated it. More. See, out of listen to me. See, you hated you it. Fucking. <laughs> Listen, I'll pan this left and completely left and right this bit. Uh, see, out of me and you, go on. Who do you think has enjoyed the movies more? Hmm, good question. Do you think you've been? Because I would maybe say I've enjoyed more of them, right? Yeah, but I think I've probably hated more like i've hated specific <laughs> ones more yeah you 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 sometimes when you've had a really hard time getting through a movie i've just been like eh, it's fine yeah but then in general i think i've probably complained more probably and feel a stronger urge to quit watching these no i don't actually feel that urge but you know what i mean like the bird that feels like a burden where we watch because i didn't even i we ch- Today I should <laughs> chose to watch bedtime stories. Yeah, because you spun the wheel. No, we broke the rules because the other movie that we had on that we had planned on watching was like way longer. Yeah, we also still haven't tackled. Um, fucked with so so long. No, 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 no. Well, we're just on time constraints. If I ever get a day off, mm. you know, that matches up with the day that you have off. Never. We will sit down and we'll get through a good fucking two and a half hour. Like, when are we going to do Hotel Transylvania 2 and 3 back to back? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, it's going to have to wait until I'm back from Australia, right? Yep. Well, you just have to go on a short, short trip. You can go for two weeks, Lockie. That's not long enough. And you have to come back. It's not long enough. See how we were talking about Christmas? Yeah. Last time. Yeah. At some point. Well, eight crazy nights—the last episode. Eight crazy we did, nights. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about Christmas, 
And you were talking about how great Christmas is in Australia. Yeah. Because you're at the beach. Yeah. And it's hot. Yeah. It's the height of summer. Yeah. Is it, it's the height of summer in Australia right now? Because it's on No, the, no, not yet. Not yet. Well, but coming up. Yeah. I in mean, December, like, what's it, the height of winter for you guys? But when it's New Year's here, mm-hmm. it's summer in. Yep. But you're, it's, you're still celebrating New Year's. Well, of course. It's the start of the calendar. But it's not the right season. Well, if you're on this coast, I mean, this hemisphere. You know what I mean, winter, the people who moved to Australia, your ancestors are yes. from Europe. I know, but that was 250 years ago. Don't give a shit. <laughs> They're from Europe and they should have brought with them not just a, an arbitrary celebration of Santa and presents yeah. that happens in De- at the end of December. Uh-huh. But surely they should have brought with them a celebration of like a pagan thing, like the celebration of the winter solstice. So why don't you do Christmas in our summertime when it's the middle of winter for you guys? What do you do in the middle of winter? We have, I know there's something, some things that like office workers do. Like, you know, if you ever worked in an office, a big office, people are like the social club where you pay like a pound a month that goes towards a budget where you have like parties every now and then. You ever heard of that? Okay, I can imagine. Sometimes I remember, I remember like years ago, I remember years ago, they used to do like Christmas in July. (coughs) Right. And you do like, like a Chris, it's like, not like a Christmas party, not like themed, but you'd have a party to, you know, a winter party. I don't know. Okay. Weird. But I mean, whatever. Yeah. I know what I like. I've done both the Christmases a couple of times, well, more than a couple of times for the summer one. Yeah, right. I think I prefer the summer one, but that's what I've been brought up with. No, no, no. My no, dad, no, no, who no. grew sure, up sure, sure. in, you know, Whatever. the fucking, yeah. he calls it the misery, right? That, really? Those winter months where it is yeah, rainy yeah, yeah, and yeah, fucking totally. drizzling. Yeah. He calls that the misery, right? Yeah. He just said, he says at Christmas in Australia, it's like, it doesn't feel like Christmas for me because yeah. I'm used to being tucked away and kept yeah, warm by yeah. the fire and shit. But and that's, and that's why, and that's like, people do associate that with Christmas, but at the same time, they still, I think will like, uh, will like credit like Christmas with, oh, it's like, you know, the Jesus thing or the Santa thing and like. Fuck Jesus, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but people credit uh, the kind of like aura of christmas to that shit but then they're like and it's nice because you're at home you got a fire on maybe you're with your family you're cozy or whatever Uh and shit like that that is a celebration of the deepest part of winter sure which is like in australia you guys just like well let's just line it up with the rest of the world december even though it's summer there you should name your months a different month. <laughs> I mean, like, and then you it's should just have all this. sorts of wrong though. Then, like, people will be like, "All right, I'll be there." Uh, what time does your flight get in? What day? Oh, it's the eighteenth uh, of December um, at four o'clock. You get to the airport. No one's fucking there to pick you up. You end up spending like sixty dollars on a taxi because they've got the dates wrong. They're like, hang on, uh, your December or my December? Hang on, where are you uh, latitudinally? Oh, so December is now our April. Oh, fuck. Yeah, totally. Well. How are you supposed to do? You know what they should do <laughs> is, I mean, I don't know. I always think of the months as being parts of the seasons that they're in. But hey, if what, the seasons are different, then it's just like. What months spring in? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> What in spring? What months do you get? Uh, February, March, April, May, 
Isn't February still winter? Oh, boy. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you fucked up. No, no, no. It's cold as fuck, and it normally snows here at that time. So but spring If you look like, at the ground, you'll see the little things growing. Yeah. Late, late February, too. You know what? March. You can definitely tell that it is autumn here. It's winter. Uh, no, next month. No, it's December. I mean, it's like, November. technically, it's winter. Right? Yeah, yeah, No, yeah. but, the, like, when I was in Germany a couple right. of weeks ago... The fucking leaves, man. It was like so many different colors and they yeah. were just all falling. Just like periodically you'd get a yeah. couple fall. And it's like you walk the streets of Glasgow now and there's just fucking leaves everywhere, man. Yeah. Fucking all over the ground. You're like, oh. And then you know what the Americans call it? Fall. Fall. Because the leaves fall. I know. Trees. What fucking, what are they doing, man? <laughs> no metric system. <laughs> fall. Because the leaves fall. <laughs> Fuck off. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. you're quite right. I sort of feel like in this conversation I've come to the conclusion that the wet like when people refer to the West as, you know, like the superpower of the United States. Well, the Western like culture. Empire. It's like yeah. a cultural thing now. A I cultural think. thing yeah. is the West. But I think it's more of a hemisphere thing. Because well, you've got, we can you've have got the West. <laughs> we can have Christmas and it be and Halloween and stuff, and then and share like Northern Europe and Northern America continent share like the kind of falling of the leaves and the snowiness or whatever. But yeah. you guys in Australia, different season, you're just tagging along, and it's it'll be like that in a, in like Africa in like South America as well because yeah. it's in the other hemisphere, so it's not West versus East. It's north versus south. But then you also have like... Up versus east. down. Yeah. The e- the eastern world, uh, you know, northeastern world is different from the northern hemisphere of the western world, you know? Mm, true. Confusing. See, when is your birthday? In January? Confusing. Yeah, your birthday's in January. Uh, yes. What would you rather, right? So you tucked away, your boiler's broken again. Oh, it's God. fucking dark outside yeah. and like... 2 p.m. And he's like, fuck this. Or your birthday's at the height of summer and it's glorious outside. And you're like, oh, I'm so hot. What can I do to cool off? Let's go to the fucking beach, man. And then a shark eats you and you're fucked. And you just wake up. Mom, what's for breakfast? Oh, your cereal's on the table ready to go. You look in your bowl, spiders, just full of spiders. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you're in bed. The snakes just snakes. crawling around at your feet. <laughs> uh, remember when we did good episodes of yeah, this show? Remember when we used to talk about the movies? No. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> we should talk about the movie. Yeah. Let me look at my notes that I've taken. See, out of the three dream sequences. Sorry, I need silence when I'm reading the notes. <laughs> <laughs> See when- <laughs> No, listen. See when you're in school, right? Uh-huh. Any, Sorry, I'm going to take notes of what you're saying. Any of the people that you went to school with when they used to Sorry, read... Start, no, start again, start again. What are you saying? All right, I'm taking notes. See any of See? the... Pe- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> See uh, anyone that used See to... See any of the P. <laughs> anyone that you used to go to school with, right? Right. When they would read... They would like move their mouth as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was fucking annoying, hey? <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Read with your head, not yeah, with your yeah. lips. You know? Yeah, true. Fair, fair enough if you're six. What about 26? Nope. Uh, not fair anymore. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're right. Or like people that still count on their fingers. Well, use the fingers in your head. I've I, I can I do that sometimes. You ever do the one with the months? Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I only learned that like last year, maybe. Yeah, because I didn't know that you did the double month on the end knuckle. You know. Yeah. You know the one I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is when everyone's tuned out. They're just like, oh, fuck these You're like, guys, I know man. about the knuckle counting. <laughs> Shut up. How many knuckles have you got? <laughs> Listen right in <laughs> with your answers to BBC at DDC at FFC. What? <laughs> hashtag slash Hashtag knuckles. slash tag. <laughs> slash tag knuckles. <laughs> hashtag fits. Speaking of. If you guys like the episodes where we don't really talk about the movies and sometimes we do talk a little bit about the movies and you want more of the content that we already put out on a weekly basis, you can head to our Patreon, patreon.com slash footprints in the Sandler. A couple of episodes there. One of them is completely free. It's basically to just get you to the website and then we trick you mm. and you'd be like, hey, if you want to be a little bit more, you want a little bit more of that footprints in the Sandler in your ear. You uh you can pay just a, a small fee every month, it's just two pound, and you get more content on top of that. At the moment, we're doing some Rob Schneider stuff. We've done uh, the Hot Chick, and we've done the Animal. Yes, the Schneid project, the yeah. side project of Footprints in the Sandler. It's Rob Schneid uh, project. Yeah, uh, I don't know if anybody gets that. It rhymes a little bit. Schneid project, side project. Yeah. Thanks for that. It rhymes with exciting because I am so excited. I'm excited. To what? 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 Huh? Anyway. What was that word? If you want to head there, we're going to put up, we're going to be a bit more onto it. We're going to put up a bit more bits and bobs. That doesn't doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I'm going to be, I'm going to be in Australia (laughs) for the next couple of months. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Till summer. You're just jealous, man. You're you're just jealous. Goddamn right. I'm jealous. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm going to maybe do some stuff with my pals. I haven't really talked to Michael about this, but you know, just some bonus episodes. I might ask my friends what their favorite movie is. Like, hey, Dave, uh, how you going, man? Um, What's your favorite movie? Terminator 2, mate. Okay, cool. I'm going to put this up. And that's just it. That's like a a 21 second episode for for two pound a month. I think that's worth it. I think that's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. The bonus episode is you going about asking people what their favorite movies are. Yeah. But it's just a live recording of you walking, like you walk up to someone at the start of the recording. Hey, what's your favorite movie? Oh, Terminator 2. All right, true. See, I see run. And then it's just a recording of you walking like. Yeah, just like cars going past. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a train. Yeah. Yeah. And then you walk up to someone else and you're like. Hello. What's your favorite movie? Hate. I'll see you later. Yeah. This is fucking shit content, man. People no, it was funny. Right now, right? What's on your notes, buddy? What's on your notes? I've written some quotes on my okay, notes. Okay, well, we'll do that in a bit. What else you got? Anything, like, regarding the movie? I don't fucking care about this movie. I, know, I hated I know, it. I, know. I hated this movie. At two minutes, it 40, was stupid. At, at two minutes forty-five, the title is said. Yeah, true. Yeah. He goes bedtime story. Another job that Adam Sandler has in this that is a job that he would probably have, was he not 
you know, one of the biggest film stars in the world is a handyman. <laughs> yeah. My dad is a handyman. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He kind of semi-retired because he worked pretty hard in the mines for a couple of years, made made some money, you know, paid off all his debt and shit. Right. His debt to the loan sharks. No, just kidding. No, like his mortgage and that. No, he's a handyman. He just works as much as he wants. What a great job. One day I'm going to be like my dad. You think? I hope so. We good. Something that Michael said in this. Uh, Me? Yeah. Within, Me? Within, within 10 seconds, we have <laughs> Russell Brand up on screen and Michael <laughs> says, no. And then Guy Pierce, the camera just spins around and Guy Pierce is there and you're like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Richard Griffiths is in this. Yeah. He's uh, Uncle Vernon from Harry Potter. Any, uh, any Potter fans out yeah. there? He's also Uncle Monty. From Withdale and I. Yeah, he's in a bunch of stuff. He's he's great. That is a standout though. He kinda it's, looks it's like really funny. Kinda looks like Richard Attenborough. Is that his name? A bit like him, yeah. If Wait. he was like plus sized. Yeah. He's he's English. He was great. Yeah. He's a good actor. He's dead now. Corny Cox, her second appearance in an Adam Sandler film. Yeah, this one was better, more favorable to her. Yeah, the last the one, one she was shit, just complaining. Right? Yeah. Um, although in this one, she does just fuck off. She plays a principal. Yeah, and she's her school. Post the, friends. Yeah, and like the school is under threat of closure because oh, yeah, they're going to the build plot, a hotel. That's right. Uh, this film has a plot. They're going to build a hotel on top of it. So she's just like, I have to go look for a different job. See ya. Look after my kids. Yeah. It's like, all right. That's it. Yeah. She rocks up in the end. Yeah. I'm disappointed and I'm not as mad at you as everyone else is because you're my brother. Mm. And he's like, thank fuck. Yeah. And then I'll be there for you by the Rembrandts comes on and Adam Sandler claps in time to the yeah. clap it, but just not in time. It's just yeah. slightly out of time and everyone's just like, boo. <laughs> uh, Jill, what was her name? His love interest in this, what was the actress's name? Uh, Carrie. Uh, Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell. She drives a Prius. And he's like, your whole aura just speaks Prius to me. Which I don't think is a bad thing. You know, no, I know. It's, I, if I, if I had very... the money to get any car I want, I'd get like, you know, a Tesla or an electric car or whatever. But I mean, yeah. Prius is not a bad car to have, you know. Yeah, true. The and environment it, it, needs more Priuses. And in this movie, it's synonymous with like what's what's party a, pooper. He's like, you're probably like a Prius driver, aren't you? Because <laughs> he's like a regular Joe type schlubby cunt. Yeah, and all the dads taking their kids to the film are like, you you Hummer for life, yo. Yeah, yeah. Just guzzling like fucking nine thousand liters a second because <laughs> it's like of Gatorade. V forty two. What does that mean? Well, you've got like you know. How many uh, how many cylinders are in a car? Well, I don't know. So like a V six cylinder where you sit. Is that where you sit when you're driving? <sighs> the driving cylinder. They have like a wee uh, <laughs> they have a wee guinea pig character in this. Like the oh yeah the kids have yeah. this guinea pig called Bugsy. Go pet pet guinea. Yeah, and he says, uh, "Why do you call him Bugsy?" And he's like, "Oh, because of his eyes." Yeah, and Adam lo- picks him up and looks at his eyes, and they're just these huge youngest. CGI's good. That was good. Good timing. <laughs> good I chemistry. To, I, I, no, I need to cut out you saying good. That was that was good. Yeah. So it just sounds ah, slick. Ah, 
Yeah, the 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 fucking guinea pig has these huge eyes, and then ever forever after when it's introduced, it, the camera cuts to it. I'd say maybe like once every five minutes, it cuts to a reaction shot of the guinea pig. Somebody says something. He's like sentient. You know, he knows what's going on. Yeah. And shit. Yeah. He's like, I don't know, I can't remember what they fucking say. Just like, you know, oh, I'm going to crash my car or whatever. And then cuts to the guinea pig and he's like, hmm? Yeah. And you're like, oh. When, when is the fuck? bit in it where he wants to crash his car? I didn't remember that bit. He's like, come on, kids, let's get in the car. I'm going to crash it off a bridge. It's like going to be so fun. Yeah. And the guinea pig is like, huh? And then the guinea pig has to save the children from, yeah. from Adam Sandler. And that was the bedtime story. Yeah, and I've been joking this whole time when I said I hated it. That is a fucking great movie. Yeah, man. It's just like about their uncle that is like so keen to kill himself. And he's just like, fuck this, fuck everyone. I'm going to yeah. take every motherfucker out I can. <laughs> yeah. In the end, no one will come with him because they're adults. And they're just like, this guy's fucked. Yeah, it's Whereas the crazy. kids, kids, the kids don't know they don't know any better. Yeah. They're just like, okay, Uncle Skeeter, yeah. we'll get in the car with you. He's like, all right, let's fucking crash this shit. Yeah, but the then he, but then he's in the Prius. He steals the Prius. The guinea pig Prius can't go them. any any faster than thirty miles slash fifty k's an hour. You know, yeah, yeah true. It's a stupid Prius, and he should have got a Hummer because that's a big gas guzzling fucking machine. That's a real machine. It's a real car. A mean machine. Yep. And then he drives onto a football pitch journey. and plays football with the car. And then there's the train like, just comes in. Yeah. King King. <laughs> Classic. Everyone off the field, there's a train. <laughs> Everyone dies except Adam, and he's just like, Who am I gonna tell bedtime stories to now? <laughs> Man, my favorite what was your favorite bit? A favorite reoccurring bit in the film was uh his ringtone. Oh yeah. Yeah, Adam's phone occasionally rings and the ringtone sounds like oh, man, we should flip a coin for who gets to do the impersonation. I'll, I'll, okay. You want to do it? You you do it. You it's got go coin? ring ring. Is that it? Yeah. He goes ring ring. It's a person's phone, like yeah. voice doing a ring ring, <laughs> ring ring. Yeah, but it sounds like ring ring, yeah. ring ring, ring ring, and then it's just like, ah! <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like someone's screaming. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Genuinely, it's great. yeah, it happens a number of times, and it never gets explored or explained. Yeah, I mean, like, if I was watching that film, that's the bit that I would laugh at. If I had to yeah. take my kids, my future kids, if I yeah. had kids to see this film, yeah, they'd be, like, laughing at fucking Bugsy or whatever because they're stupid, stupid eyes, kids. Yeah. I'm like, idiot fuck children. you, kids. You don't know shit yeah. about film. And you're with your old granddad, and he's laughing at the Rob Schneider stuff. He's like, yeah. oh, it's so funny to see a guy dressing up as a different guy. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, God, oh, I'm not bringing you out anymore, Dad. It's like, ring, ring, yeah. ring, ring, <laughs> ring, ring. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, ha, ha, creasing. That peaked both the microphones uh, <laughs> and hurt my ears. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and they're like, Dad, what are you laughing at? That was fucking silly. I'm like, fuck you, you yeah. little cunt. Yeah, I'm gonna be a good dad. <laughs> um, the director, what did he else did he do? I oh, did some cool. He did a Matthew McConaughey, Jennifer Lopez film. Oh yeah, Valentine, the Wedding Planner. The Wedding Planner. Yeah. I'm guessing, I've never seen this film, right? I'm guessing that J-Lo's getting married to some guy who's not a good guy. And the only person that sees that is her wedding planner. Oh, I think you might be right. Matthew McConaughey. The film plays out at the end of the second act. She's at her lowest, but she's like, I'm going to marry him anyway because he's got lots of money. Whereas Matthew McConaughey is the right choice. In the end, she ditches her future husband and gets with Matthew McConaughey. How did I do? 
I've typed in wedding planner, but it's come up for it with actual, do you need a wedding planner? Oh man, Google's telling you what to do. Time yeah. to bust that ring out, mate. <laughs> Get me a plot summary. Uh, the woman in it, what's her name? No, Carrie Russell? I think, wait, what? All right, tell me the plot. What's yeah. the synopsis? Go on, um, read it out. It's just what we need on an Adam Sandler-based podcast. I, I, yeah. See, the problem is, oh, there's a guy from fucking Grey's Anatomy in this. Patrick Dempsey? No, a different guy. What's the guy who got fired from Grey's Anatomy because he was homophobic? Oh, yeah, he's one of the head surgeons or whatever. Yeah. And he moves to a different surgery. Yeah, because he was homophobic in the... Oh. Yeah, go on. Ambitious San Francisco wedding planner Mary, oh, that's JLo, is reintroduced to her childhood acquaintance Massimo by her father who wants them to marry. Look, I mean, what are we fucking doing here? I was so wrong. This man. is long, this synopsis on Wikipedia. Jesus, it's, it's actually like a three hour 20 film. It's like a detailed description of every scene. Oh, fuck that, man. Give me 20 minutes. Just give me 20 words. Yeah, just give me... 25 words or less. Yeah. How, what's the what's the Twitter thing? 280 characters? I thought it was 40 characters. No, it used to be 140. And then, oh. they, then they doubled it because Ricky Gervais said he was going to quit Twitter or something. What? Yeah, because it wasn't enough to he didn't jokes. Have... Well, fuck his jokes. <laughs> nah, Gervais is great. No. Yeah, he is. You can't complain that you're like, uh, they're not letting me say enough. Um, they're not letting me talk enough. I mean, like people just found ways around it where they would just tweet a photo, which was a screenshot of like notes on their yeah, phone. Yeah, totally. And it was just like, here's my tweet. Here's what yeah. I, all I wanted to say. Yeah, or you just tweet multiple times. Yep. For sure. Whatever. <laughs> um, I think some of the notes or uh, some of the quotes that I wrote are kind of like... Quote from Michael, daft. quote from Mike. Give me a quote from Michael. Give me a quote. Hey, Blinken, what the hell's the matter with you? Okay. Because at times Adam is trying, when he's telling the bedtime stories, after he realizes that the coincidences are falling in his favor, yeah, he tries the kids to just use... Have magical powers. Yeah, and he tries to use that to his advantage. So when they're telling the bedtime stories, the kids come up with weird stuff, and he's like, nah, don't be stupid, not that. You got to make it this other way. And they're like, fuck you, Uncle Skeeter. We're going to sleep. We don't want you hanging around with us anymore. Yeah, exactly. And one of the times Get rid like, of your racist friend, too. <laughs> one Rob's of the just like... Okay, and he just leaves. One of the times they're like, "Yeah," and Abe Lincoln's gonna be there, and he's just like, "Abe Lincoln, what the hell's the matter with you?" That's Nixon. You're thinking. Hmm. True. Another quote is, "Just take the ice cream and the chill pill." But what does he take? An ice cream with a B in it. <laughs> yeah, it's just like he's eating some ice cream at this like thing at the end of the movie, this party thing. And then it's just a shot of like a plastic bee just like just lands in his ice cream and he just fucking spoons it right into his fucking massive idiot tongue. And then he's like, no, baby, my bang. And then Russell Brand just like translates. And yeah, he has to give this presentation to win the movie. And he's like, no, but it happened in this movie and it just, they wouldn't stop. On the IMDb trivia for this film, right? Yeah. Adam Sandler said that test audiences their highest approval went to Russell Brand. Really? Yeah. So? I don't know. Do you think scenes were added because of Russell Brand? Maybe, yeah. 
Like they reshot scenes. Whereas we were just like, ah, Russell Brand was in this. Yeah, true. He did get quite a lot and he got to just be himself. You know, himself from that. See, Kerry Russell, she was in Mission Impossible 3. Yeah. She's the girl at the start that Ethan and co rescue from some place. Philip Seymour Hoffman's put like this explosive pill in her brain through her nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they detonate it just as they're taking off. And this horrific scene. No, yeah, he's trying to do this thing where he's going to stop her heart and then uh, defibrillate. Sounds like die another day. Yeah, no, because he does that with he his stops powers her of heart his own with his balls. Mind. Yeah, <laughs> he uses he's like pa- I thought explosives only went off in your head once a year. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. He's like, I've suffered extensive brain damage from willingly stopping my heart too many times. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's um, his party trick. Yeah. Like, come on, come on, James, do it once more. He's yeah. like, okay, <laughs> like, come on. He's just like, all right. Yeah. Just one day he just doesn't wake You're up. Just surviving off of martinis and olives. And just sex. And just death. Going all night and just being sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> Any more quotes? Yeah. It's going to be uptight and out of sight. I got one. Big people stink. Hey, that's a good one. So we dwarf guy kicks him in the shin just was when he's about to kiss Paris Hilton. Yeah, it's not Paris Hilton. Wow, it's supposed to be her. Right, yeah. Underdemiciated. That's a word that the kids keep saying for some reason. Give me that guitar. <laughs> <laughs> keep talking. Give me some more quotes while I The last quote, the final what quote I have written down is Oh no, I've got two. The say, the penultimate quote. Haven't you heard? Goofy is the new beautiful. And uh, I think that you you should relate to that because you're goofy as fuck. Thanks, man. What are the two types of skateboarding stances? You've got goofy, yeah. which is when uh, your right foot goes at the front. Yeah, and then there's and regular. Na- or natural, yeah, yeah or regular, yeah, yeah which is uh, your left foot at the front. I am yeah. a natural skater. I'm goofy. But then there's also the way that you push. Oh, yeah. So there's push and push mongo. Oh, yeah. So if you have, if you're natural or regular standing, yeah, your left foot is at the front. So yeah. you push with your right foot, and then you put your back foot on back onto the skateboard. Yeah. Whereas push mongo is if you push with your front foot on the right. skateboard, yeah, yeah, which yeah. Is, just seems huh. silly because you're putting yeah. your weight on the back of the skateboard. True. So yeah, like, yeah. naturally, the nose is going to go into the air. Yeah. I've seen so many people try it push like that and I'm just like you fucking why would you push like that it just but does not like, make sense it's like a real thing though like a, 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 a like established yeah, skate you get some weird street fucking hippie guy from San Francisco that pushes Mongo and skates goofy yeah I want to watch Lords of Z-Town Lords of Dogtown Lords of Dogtown great film man that's Dog, one Dogtown and Z-Boys is what I was thinking of that's the documentary yeah have you seen the one with Heath Ledger from that's like yeah I think I've watched biopic. both of them yeah, Lords of Dogtown's great. And yeah. that's one that I was like, oh, it's from my childhood. I really liked it. It's not going to hold up. Yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah, totally. I'm going to watch it. It's going to be better than bedtime stories. Can I play a song now? Final quote. Okay. I was a pretty good dad. I was a pretty good dad. <laughs> 
song. Close your eyes, lay down your head. I'll tell you a story about an Indian who steals a red horse, and the guy who sells it to him is a racist. <laughs> pretty good, I have to admit. Or the fucking weird, goofy talking alien. Bedtime stories was pretty fucking What are we watching next week? It's my impersonation of a wheel spinning. Give me that. I'll I'll take that guitar. I'll take that guitar. Bedtime stories. Just give me a sec. I gotta I gotta sort this wheel. Just give me a sec. I gotta start this wheel. Yeah. Oh well. Imagine if this podcast was just me. Imagine if you died and I kept doing it in your honor, just me. And I was just like, oh, everybody, welcome to the Prince of the Sandler. And I recorded all the episodes over one long weekend. <laughs> Every film. Yeah, I watched but all the movies and recorded the episodes. What would you just, do? Would you watch? End, I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> No, but would you watch every film back to back and then do all the podcasts back to back? Or would you watch film, podcast, film, podcast, film, podcast, film, podcast, film, podcast, I think I'd watch all the movies and then do the, all the podcasts back to back. Just in one huge recording, it's like 66 hours. <laughs> this wheel <laughs> bulletproof I don't want to watch this one man next week baby you'll be in Australia <laughs> yeah I will um, we're going to try our best while I'm in Australia like depends on how good our internet connections are and all that Skypey shit I think we'll be fine right meh you don't want to do it I uh, I sorry yeah, I don't know I don't really enjoy phone conversations and and video conversations we could we could see what that is like and if you're recording on your end and I'm recording on my end yeah just put the pieces together I think we it need might to be do fine. it like less conversationalist like back back and forth and yeah, more just like be. I'll talk for like yeah, that we could ran, be, yeah and yeah, then yeah. you talk yeah but like if our uh, internet connections aren't good or just be like uh, uh, and I am. Because exactly. like when, when I talk terrible. to my, you know, I talk to my mum, yeah. not as often as I probably should, but I right. try. Sure. And her internet at home is fucking garbage. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I think you were, you were you were you had a good idea, which was that we do we each record one, like a half of an episode. So you yeah. record an hour, and I'll record an hour, and we each have a different guest. So I'll yeah. record with somebody, and you record with somebody, and it's just like 
that'd be fun. I mean, I'm taking all my little gear bit of, to Australia. A little bit of extra, so. extra perspectives in, yeah. the, in the pod. Last well, last few episodes, isn't it? We're coming up against. Yeah, so man. I mean, like... We should get the, as many guests in as possible. I think the final... Possible. Possible. I think the final <laughs> couple we will do together, even if we, like, don't have enough episodes to last. Bedtime stories. <laughs> <laughs> At least head, we're man. going to do Grown Ups 2 together. Of course. Like, in the same room, we yeah. might get a couple of guests in... And we'll do a big fucking three-hour marathon episode because, I mean, like, that just is endless talking points for that film, right? Yeah, I mean, The Grown Ups 2 should sort of serve as the, like, kind of roundup review analysis of this podcast because it's, like, how we became friends and how we started this, (laughs) why we started this, and, like, yeah. If anything, Adam Sandler has brought us together... We'll see you next week, guys. No, you're right. And this, may, this may be when, if somebody was like, would you recommend Adam Sandler movies? I'd be like, you never know what how they can change your life. Yeah. That's true, man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week, guys. I'm so tired. Also, FYI, this movie, I mean, I didn't like it. Lockie loved it. He says it's number 20 on the list. It's above Rain Over Me. Was it underblended? It's around there. It's like a hard, hard average. Thanks for listening, y'all. I'll catch you on the flip side. I'm seeing you next time. See ya! Also, FYI, FYI, Lachlan is in Australia during this time. That's why we've gone off schedule, which is sometimes we do even for fun, but whatever. It's the reason this time. If you want to call Lachlan, you can call him on 0173 1303935 0173935330445934714013410131315935. Thanks for listening.